Hello everyone and welcome to our first ever Patreon special. Uh, as it's our first special, we thought we'd kick it off with a Q&A. And it's all five of us on, so I've got Gadget with me. Hello. Candy. All right. Oodles. Hey up. And Biggie. I'm not here. Okay. <laughs> Biggie's not here. And not Biggie. No Biggie this week, everybody. Yeah, so if you've seen on our socials and our Discord, we opened up an Ask Us Anything channel where we encouraged everyone to just throw in questions and ask us whatever you wanted to, within reason. Oh, they obviously. threw questions in, didn't they? Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. <laughs> the fucking horrendous. There. <laughs> so there's plenty of questions for us to get at in there, and you obviously get into our mindset a bit, as we do. Um, but first off... I've had a request from my wife. <laughs> a question. A question. Ooh. Because every time I talk about this podcast, I always refer to everyone by their nicknames. Right. She wants to know where the nicknames come from. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> so we'll start with you, Gadget. Uh, so... Mine um, started from uh, t- 2013. I started up a YouTube channel and I wanted to do a kind of a, a Marcus Brownlee thing and do like tech reviews and stuff like that. So it was called Gadget Addict. Um, then I realized I needed a lot of money to be able to buy all the gadgets that I wanted to review and talk about and stuff yeah. like that because no one was going to send me things for free. <laughs> um, so, but in the meantime, I'd gotten like a, a capture card so I could do like video game reviews and stuff like that and ended up just doing Let's Plays of video games because I had no money. So people started, I I always referred to myself as the gadget addicts and people in the comments started referring to me as gadget. And I thought, oh, that's pretty good. When I gave that up and gave up YouTube and went over to Twitch, the gadget addicts seemed like a really stupid name to have for a Twitch channel. Um, So I changed it to Gadget 8-Bit because um, it was like Gadget Goes Ape Shit. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Very punny. Yeah. And then everyone um, just kind of stuck to calling me Gadget. So that's where it came from. What's your real name? Michael. Michael. All this time. Yeah. See now, now you've asked oh. him, now you've asked him his real name, Moodles. You have to reveal yours. I will. Yeah, but will you tell us the real one? He's like the Joker. He's got a different real name for every person. Where did Oodles come from? Um, abroad. Um, in Ireland of all places. Um, we're in a bar, and I was with female friends, and an Irish man said. I'll not do the accent, but look at him with oodles of quim. Oodles of quim, as in lots of ladies, lots of quim. Okay. And I was o- I was oodles of quim for a long time on Twitter, and then I realised how disgusting that sounds. <laughs> so took it, so took I it, to, that, it Yeah, so I changed it to oodles of Twelve dim. years. Odim, which is Gaunter Odim from The Witcher 3's surname, obviously, and it just stuck, and then it just became oodles. And, yeah, that's it. Excellent. So it was it was from a place of misogyny. <laughs> Where and all you, your and you took it on start. as your own thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It just sounded better in his accent. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if you're you... referring to me or the fact that there were a lot of women there. <laughs> Not you. What about you, Biggie? Mine's really basic. Um so when I went to the cruise ships and quite a big guy. I'm six foot two, very broad. Um, so a lot of people walked past, and we had quite a few Scottish people on there. When I used to go past, they used to go, right, big man, and all things like that. So that kind of stuck. So everyone used to call me big man. And then when I came shoreside, I got a PlayStation 3, so I went online for the very first time. 
and uh, went to put big man in. Naturally, it had been taken. Um, couldn't think. What... No way. I uh, know. Surprising. <laughs> I mean, you and are then... the biggest man. Like, surely they should have reserved <laughs> yeah. that for you. And then I happened to look up while I was thinking, and uh, I saw my Liverpool shirt hanging up, and cop came to mind for some reason, so it became big cop man. Mm-hmm. Which often gets uh, mistaken for other things. Absolutely. But also for the right reasons. <laughs> for those that really know me. <laughs> it's when you say it in a southern accent as well, it sounds more like cock. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we've had a few listeners who thought he said big cock man yeah. to start with. <laughs> well, I don't think Sony would let me have that one, to be fair. No. no, no. <laughs> you, you could, spell it, you could spell it K O C H. Yes, you could do, but yeah. then it implies him running around with a handgun. So. Yeah, that's true, yeah. <laughs> or that he works for the Koch brothers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what about yourself, Candy? Uh, so when I was in my teenage years and early 20s, my favourite band was a band called Amen, which were a sort of uh, punk metal bands back in the day. And one of their hits was called Price of Reality. And one of the lyrics was um, abortion candy machine. So when I was on the forums, back when Lovely. forums were a thing, I was abortion candy machine, oh, which God. unfortunately <laughs> sort of stuck <laughs> until somebody pointed out to me that maybe I should lose the abortion bit Same. because people don't like it. Same. <laughs> so it's been candy machine ever since. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, mine basically comes from my name. Um, Isn't so it Old was... English or something? Yeah, when I was Your looking Your parents called for... you Stig? No. No, 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 no. He was born in a dump. It's where Stuart originates from. So when I was looking for a gamer tag years and years ago in the 360, I was looking for something that was like unique. And I was just going for all these like really just standard names. Like, these are all shit. And I was just kind of looking around my room for inspiration. Mm. And I've got this little plaque thing that my mum gave me years ago. And it says, Stuart from the old English word, stigweird, meaning steward. A born leader of men, powerful and gallant. He will always rise to the challenge, whatever it may be. He will not be defeated. And that obviously describes me down to I was a about tea. to say it, as if yeah. they know you. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but I quite like Stigweed. It, it, um, it, was, it was quite unique. I watched um, a, um, I watched a um, medieval film a few months back. I forgot to mention it to you. And one of the characters was called Stigweed in it. Yeah. And I was like, oh! <laughs> So he's probably Stuart nowadays, wouldn't he? It's that simple. Yeah. But um, obviously it's just been abbreviated down to Stig because it's easier to say. It's cool. It's cool sounding. Stig, isn't it? Stig is just fucking Stig, man. My original original name, the very first went into a forum, was my porn star name, which was your dog's first name and your mother's maiden name. And that was my my tag. Wow. And it was Bass Bushell. Ooh, (laughs) yes. See, I had to change my original one from forums because I was I named it after like a wrestler and it was you know Edge and Christian. It weren't Christian Benoit, yeah. was it? No, no, God, no. When he went when he went solo, he used to call his fans the Peeps. He did, he did. My, you are my Peeps and everything, and I call myself the Peep. And then after a while, it's like this just sounds really like weird, <laughs> like yeah, weird, like. I'm peeping at you, so yeah, I have to find something new. <laughs> right, uh, we're going to fire off into our questions from our listeners now, and um going to do a quick fire one. Three questions to start with, just completely at random. Start with oh. you, Gadget. What's your shoe size? Is Ched- Cheddar better than Red Leicester? And what's the best zombie movie? Uh, 12, yes. 
And the best zombie movie, I'd probably, I'd probably say the original Dawn of the Dead. It's up there, uh, mate. Yep, Oodles, go. Ten. Um, Cheddar. And I'd say ah, the remake of Dawn of the Dead. Ooh, I'm glad you didn't say Army of the Dead there. I would have came down there and beat the shit out of you. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> uh, Candy? Uh, five. Uh, Cheddar, but that was a tough one. And Shaun of the Dead. Motherfucker, I was picking ah, Sorry. Nice. You can pick the same one. It's fine. Go <laughs> no, on, Biggie. Can't. Go. Uh, Eleven. Uh, yes. And Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Or, <laughs> <laughs> or 21 Days Later. Oh, 28 nice. Days Later. Mine is That's nine. That's 28. Yep, mine is nine, Red Leicester, and um, Train to Busan. Oh, oh shit. You'll see that at some point. Shit, yeah, that is really fucking good. Fuck. I'm not that into zombie films like that. I prefer um, the ones that are not too serious. That's the, the remake of Dawn of the Dead. It's a bit dafter than the original, isn't it? So. But Zack Snyder, of course it is. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. Now I feel terrible. <laughs> like I'm some kind See, of Zack Snyder should. lover. So I was going to say the original Dawn of the Dead, but I remembered about uh, Train to Busan. Yeah, Train to Busan is... Ah, yeah, I've seen that, yeah. man. It's fucking brilliant. Right, our, our first question is a very important question. It's a bit spoilerific, so if you haven't seen the film, then it's your own fault because it's been out since 1994 and it's one of the best films ever. <laughs> How did Andy Dufresne attach that poster to his cell from inside the tunnel? Oh, um, remind me on Shawshank. Did they share cells? They didn't, did nope. they? He's, no, he's they in didn't. a cell by himself. Oh. He touches a, and he manages to attach that pin, that poster back the, to the wall. The only way I could think is it's only attached by two top bits of tape, and it's it was it was still there. And then, but no, they weren't tape on it either, were they? Could Doesn't... he have used like sugar water? Maybe had he got that from the prison canteen and sort of boiled it? Well, he couldn't boil it, could he? No. Sort of mixed it super sugary and used it on the side. Or it's just a um, a mistake that the movie people made. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Do you know what? Have you seen that um, meme about the Shawshank where the guy like where he puts his finger through the poster and then it's just, oh, yeah. Andy, it's just Andy Dufresne with his pants down on the other side? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the and ultimate no, glory hole. <laughs> maybe just used, um, what was it? Sticky back sellotape, whatever it is, the double. Not in them days. What? It's like thirties, yeah. When was it invented? Do you know when that double sided tape was invented? It's not that it's not that it might have been invented, mate, but do you think they'd have been giving it to prisoners? And also the point is how how does he stick that back to the wall firm enough? in the tunnel. Firm enough that it doesn't flap when they when they're all. I think like... it's just a continuity error, and before back in the day when they didn't expect people. You inhale on the poster. You suck it in with your mouth. <laughs> oh, like <geez>. that, backwards. <laughs> maybe, and maybe these are this, these are the answers that the uh, listeners demanded. You know, I, I reckon he asked. He, he was owed a favour by one of the sisters previously in the film, and he said, "I'm going to go in this tunnel. Will you stick the poster after me?" Yeah, I could have done that. Yeah. How did they get out? They hid under the bed. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. There you go. Know. There's your I answer. I think this is what the internet was invented for, for when this movie came out. It's, it, point it, that out. It's, it is a proper bad continuity area when, area when you think about that. That's really bad. Yeah. Most loads of films have them, though, don't they? You can yeah. pick out little things like that. Right. This one. Would you rather be constantly itchy or constantly sticky? Ooh. Itchy. Itchy. Yeah. 
Yeah, itchy. Sticky. I, I said sticky. I when I read sticky. this one, I was like, I, I can't stand being itchy. Imagine, if I'm constantly be... sticky, I can just wear clothes. Yeah, like not being ill to get to an itch as well. What if it's right in a spot that you yeah. can't get to? What if like, it's right, right, just... just bet- Oh, right in your ass. It's sticky. Crap. You're kicking everything. Yeah. You're stuck to everything. You can't use your phone. You can't hold anything. Because everything's stuck. Gloves. Also, <laughs> also, I'm I'm usually some form of itchy, uncomfortable, or in pain in general. I'm never sticky, though. So I'd rather go with the devil I know. Ah. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I'd rather be sticky, man. I can live yeah. with that. Yeah, I'm going with sticky. I mean, I, I mean to be fair, Rudolph, you look like if I touched you, you'd be sticky. Oh, mate. <laughs> sticky thinking about it. <laughs> oh. Whoa! (laughs) Just off that one as well. Would you rather be too hot or too cold? Too cold. Too cold. Too cold. I hate being hot. Yeah. Oh god, being hot annoys the piss. It is hard to cool down. You can't take your own skin off, can you? No. Remember, remember on um. Well, you can once. On Batman Begins. On Batman Begins, when Bruce Wayne falls in the ice, and Razagul says, "Don't bother doing it with your arms. Just hold your car, because your body will warm itself up." Don't be but going if like you're this. too cold, if you if the idea is that you can't you, you can't cool down because you're too hot, surely you can't heat up when you're too cold. You're just constantly cold. You can because we're warm-blooded animals. Yeah. No, but the point is that like at one point you're going to be constantly you're either constantly cold or constantly hot. I, it's eat look look look. It's easier to wrap up <laughs> than it is to shed. Yeah, but then you, the, the, the question though leads to you can wrap up, but you still just get cold again. You can you're either constantly cold or you're constantly hot. That's the same principle. If you're really hot, you'll cool down, but then you get hot. So again. either way, we're dying out, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd rather be too hot because I can't stand being cold. I genuinely hate the winter weather, and um, I'd rather just lie around naked and sweaty. <laughs> I'll be sticky. right next to you, mate. Naked and, and sticky. sticky. There you go. All yeah. fits. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> Is it a bigger social faux pas to drink alone or barbecue alone? I don't, eat, I don't eat meat, so barbecue alone would be yeah, weird. I'd say, I'd say <laughs> barbecue alone would be weird. Non-meat things on a barbecue. Oh, yeah, but if I'm just saying, uh, what are you doing on your barbecue? Neighbours shouting out, uh, corn on the cob, on my own. That's fucking weird. <laughs> I mean, the amount of effort to set up a barbecue just for yourself. Yeah, it's weird. Just like, seems like I'm just a having a jacket potato and corn. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's just weird. <laughs> A couple of years ago, before I met Pip, I, I used I used to love like on a on a Saturday or something, pop popping down the pub with me book, grab a pint, and just sit in the corner and just, I do it all the fucking time, yeah. mate. Yeah. Just nice and chill. Like I mean, get, getting slaughtered by yourself—that's a bit. weird. I do that as well. <laughs> I know you do, and it's still a bit weird. <laughs> and then have a barbecue afterwards. <laughs> no, you buy a barbecue from a barbecue restaurant. From a barbecue restaurant. <laughs> I don't fucking it's know. This is oodles at two in the morning in his back garden. There's cans yeah. of dragon soup all around him <laughs> on a disposable barbecue trying to cook two carrots. Grab me the butter. That is, that, I, that, I genuinely can see you doing that. Walking home from your friends, one in the morning, going into like the co-op. Oh, get it. Yep, I'll have a disposable, disposable barbecue. Disposable barbecue and some fire <laughs> <Yeah>. lighters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Light it in the living well, room. You sound like you seem like a very sane person at this time of night. Yes, of course, I'll, I'll sell you a barbecue set. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think they can tell. They can choose not to, I suppose, but they want the money. Yeah, would you like some lighter fluid with that? Yeah. Yes, nice. please. Right. <laughs> uh, speaking of dragon soup, this is obviously directed just for you, Oodles. Mm. How much dragon soup does it take to get stigged? And which flavour soup should I try first? Mm, me personally, I got really stigged after six cans um four is the perfect 
I'm drunk. Do you know what I mean? The yeah. fifth one, you're like, oh, this is sickly. The sixth one, you're singing into cans. You know when you're doing that? Because <laughs> it is, it is like... You're leaving that sambas across your Yeah, trip. it is like an 8% drink. So it's, it's fucking strong. But the best one I've had, probably the one that... <clears throat> I forgot its name. It mimics Red Bull, but it's like a sweeter Red Bull. So if you like the taste of Red Bull, you're going to be all into it. It's like... A, it's, it, I think it's called Venom or something like that. A stupid of it, name. Of course it is. Yeah, something some stupid. <laughs> but it's like mimicking energy drinks, but it's it's not got that um, that taurine taste that you get with Red Bulls. You know, like, it's almost medical. Mm, yeah. It's just really nice. It's, like, it's, it's probably just a mixture of loads of E numbers. But... Yeah, it's called, it is called Venom. Yeah. I, looking at it, I think I would like the blue raspberry and is there an orange? There is an orange and, one. Peach and raspberry. Yeah. I quite like there is a monster uh, yeah. that... It's like an orange sherbetty flavor. Yeah, the worst flavor I've had is strawberry and lime because you think, oh, they make really good strawberry and lime ciders, don't they? This one in, no, it's just it's just <laughs> not nice. It's it's got um, it's it's got like sediments in it, like like it's powdered. Ooh. It's fucking gross that one. Unless it were uh, out of date. Are we are we sponsored by Dragon Soup yet? We should you t- be. You talked about them for it three podcasts be. in a yeah. row. Yeah, if you if you if you're a person that like on an average night out, I can drink. Bleh, six to seven pints of Guinness normally and get home relatively alive. Um, you're, you're, looking about, relatively. you're looking about four cans to, to feel it, to really feel it. Like, I, I've had four cans on this show and you've been able to tell. Um, six, is you got, you, 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 you've had too many. You've had I'll tell you many. what, I might, I might just put this to the test at Christmas time. Stick around and I'll see how many cans of soup it takes me to get back into this. <laughs> the, the, thing about it, the, best, the best thing about it is it's not fizzy, so you can just absolutely neck it. Like, oh. It's, yeah. oh, that's dangerous. Right. Yeah, it's like, it's like dilute juice or something like that. You're just fucking necking it back. It goes straight down. So when that dragon soup sponsorship comes in, we can get those slabs of soup in on I the door wait. and uh, get absolutely... Uh, Stupid, yeah, I'd recommend Venom. Say. Venom's my number one at the moment. Great. Right, cool. now getting on to the brass tacks of the questions. <laughs> do you stand up to wipe your ass, or do you lean to one side? It sounds like a Bobby Wayne question, this. <laughs> the man's obsessed. Also, on that was, how many sheets do you use per wipe? How many, sheeps? Sheeps. How many I sheets? sheets. <laughs> How many sheets? Not sheeps. How many sheets do you use? I, 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 I had to stop using using sheep when the farmer used to start sending <laughs> his dog after us. Do you fold or scrunch like the paper? To... And if you fold, do you create additional folds for great economy per sheet of paper? Ooh. Well. This is hard, isn't this? I, I lean and fold, <laughs> to put it that way. I fold and stand up. Stand up? Oh, a stander. I know, I know standers. I know them. But don't, don't your bum cheeks kind of fold together, though? No. You just you bend right you bend over, over. Like a child, when you wipe a child's I just always done it that way. I didn't know people did it differently. Right, right, bend right over. Touch the, my, my children bend right over and touch the floor with their hands. I haven't told people I would do mine yet, so don't worry, Biggie. <laughs> I, I stand, stand, stand and scrunch. Stand and scrunch. I okay. lean forward slightly to the side, and I'm a three-sheeter. And then oh. fold it in half, wipe, fold it in half again. I didn't wipe. know girls pooed. Sorry, we don't. <laughs> I'm talking about the front, of course. Oh, so if, you, if, you, if you break wind at the same time, you three sheets to the wind. <laughs> I never break wind either. Biggie, people are paying for not this, not finish. these bad jokes, please. 
<laughs> yeah, always lean and fold, and then use fold it over again, and you use the the other side. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? Is what I do. So I open my legs akimbo. You go under, and I go past my balls, wipe from back to front. Why a fold? And I use two sheets, and then I look at it. See what's happening. See if there's any. Yeah, you got to look at it. See what's yeah. happening. That looks healthy. Get a little lick. I'm joking. I don't give it a little <laughs> lick. <laughs> yeah. suits. And, and, and I fold it over again if I can. If it's too thick, I won't. But I fold it over again. Straight back past the balls. <laughs> and that's how, I, that's how I do it. I used to be like bigger. I used to be a stand-up. But then in the, as late as college or in college, and do you know what? Boys will be boys. One of the lads were looking over the over the cubicle and he went, you're the fucking stander. So I never stood since then. <laughs> I'd be more concerned about him looking over the top rather oh, than mate, standing. Back then, they all had Sony Ericsson um, Walkman phones and they used to just put the, put the phone over the cubicle and take photos of us and go, look at your knob on his two megapixel <laughs> camera. Speaking of the knob, surely you're going through an obstacle course to wipe your butt as opposed to just going around the other way. <laughs> an obstacle like, course, you mean. Is an obstacle that, that, course, That seems mate. like a strange way to do it. Because I like to remind my tackle that I, I'm still thinking about it at all times. <laughs> what, what have we wrought upon this world? <laughs> I'm just telling you, that's how I do it. Like, Hey, the listeners ask the questions. Legs We're just answering them, aren't we? They want to know how we wipe our butt. Plus now, Biggie's not the weirdo that stands up. I'm the fucking weirdo, and I'm defending my boys. Well, in, in the Philippines, they have a little hose attached to the toilet, which has a spray on it, which is quite hygienic as in well. My house, in my house, we have a B-Day, and, Ooh, and I put high-pressure mode on every yeah. time. I would like to try one of those Japanese toilets that... Yeah. yeah, yeah, they're good. Yeah. They're good. Sprays and clean job water. They've got them. You. They've got them in some airports in America as well. Really good. The Japanese toilets. Apparently, when it's finished, it little hand pops out and just gives you a nice little pat on the butt as you get up. Yeah. Oh, like a high five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> high five. Well done, you. Well done for pooing. <laughs> Thanks for that. So yeah, Oodles is the weirdest. To the surprise of nobody. Just yeah. being honest. <laughs> I've always been candid. I thought you were going to do a handstand in the shower or something. I can do a handstand if you want me to do that as first live event. <laughs> in a shower? No, just a handstand in general. Just... Well, hopefully we'll come up with something more entertaining than that. But yeah, we'll put that down. <laughs> I can do many tricks. Whilst barbecuing. A con on the cob. <laughs> <laughs> does, it, does it require the use of treats to get you to do the tricks? Yeah, yeah. Usually dream is. <laughs> <laughs> um... Right, so we have uh, solved that question. Um, that mystery, one of life's great mysteries. <laughs> Girls do, in fact, poo. Yeah. Sorry, Weird sorry to that. break it to everyone. I yeah. thought you like like did like a little bit of like dust, like phew, just comes out. Yeah, it's all gone. That's that's all there is to it. Tell you what, and actually, and it's pink as well. My wife that, says she doesn't shit. That's one of the best feelings, ghost poo, isn't it? Why? Yeah. Nothing, nothing on there. Oh, excellent. Top ten, that's top ten. Yep. Absolutely, mate. Yep. Uh, Speaking of one of life's greatest achievements, what's your greatest sporting achievement? Ooh, I, think... I didn't come last in the in the fantasy football. No, you didn't. Yeah. You came second no. to last. Came second to last, which means I'm officially not and the I worst. And I came third football. to last. <laughs> <laughs> and you were trying, and I was fucking trying. 
So, so if if anyone has seen me in real life, they know I'm not the sporting type. Um, I think I think my greatest achievement that is anywhere close to sporting might be that I used to really enjoy running, and I'm, I'm used to be able to do um five uh, k in like thirty five minutes. I've never run so, in my life. Um, until until I until I I fell over getting out the car. Like after I, was, I got out the car, um. And you know, you, you know, you get some. Sometimes you get those gutters in like, like kind of older towns where it kind of goes down onto like cobbles in the gutter. I got it, and where I put my my right foot down, the the stone was loose. So when I put my weight on it to push myself out of the car, the stone moved, and I went. I toppled over and like did my ankle in. <laughs> Dear so, me! But like I was, I was, I was training to, uh, for the Great North Run and everything. I was really annoyed with myself. Fuck. But yeah, that's that's like the closest I've got to a sporting achievement. Forrest I used Gump. to drag. Yeah, I, I I used to forest gump my fat ass around Chesterley Street. Nice man, nice. Nice. Anyone else? I used to play a lot of uh, ice hockey and roller derby, and Ooh. I've never, I somehow haven't ever managed to break a bone or anything. Uh, break anyone else's did, bones? Yeah, it's breaking <laughs> others' bones. But I did have a lot of friends who did break bones, so I thought I'd better give it up because it was my turn next. I have broken many bones playing Same. rugby. Not playing sport myself. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I've done done other injuries from non-sporting related things, but uh, <laughs> my greatest sporting achievement is uh, second team player of the year. What year was it? I've got my flask here. Uh, 2007, 2008. He did need to look in you. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I found that the other day, the other the other day in the loft. I was like, I'll keep that out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, it's been on Pride of Place. We see that shelf every week. That we oh, I know. It's only come out recently. <laughs> Check back those videos. <laughs> I was like, where can I put this? Oh, I'll put it on my shelves. Yeah, um, just had a really good year one year when I was second team rugby. Just absolutely smashing it. Like down the wing, scoring loads of tries, making some big tackles. And nice. they got voted best player in the second team, promoted to the first. Um, the rugby club do that year was a bit of a haze for me because... You not only got your little um, flask, mm-hmm. but you got given the trophy for the year, and then the trophy got filled with copious amounts of alcohol, <laughs> which you were then told to drink out of. <laughs> so yeah, I, ru- yeah, rugby players do drink like they don't want to live anymore. Yes, yeah. so I spent like my evening was literally here's a big trophy cup and people just filling it with booze and me just drinking it. Wow, that's uh, not like you. No, no, I don't drink at all. <laughs> I played in um, a crew versus passengers football match, and it was a football cruise. So they had on a boat um, on the cruise ships. Yeah, we used Whoa. to play shoreside. We went shoreside, oh. and they had. Um, <laughs> this is for football fans. Peter Osgood was there. Gordon Banks. No way. N- Norman Hunter, Alan Mullery, and Alan Mullery was the referee, and I was in goal for the crew. And <laughs> this Indian lad that was playing in defence basically tried to clear the balls. It came over. And all I can say is he kind of did something along the lines of the Karate Kid manoeuvre where he kind of crane kicked this guy under the chin. So then the ref blew the whistle and then Norman bites your legs, Hunter steps up to take the penalty. And I absolutely shat my pants. But as he hit it, I saved it, got a spiral fracture in my finger. The ball rebounded, went back to him and he shot it past me. So it was still a goal. But afterwards, Gordon Banks came up to me and said that it was a great save. And I was like, woo. So for for a brief two second window, you'd saved a professional footballer's yes. uh, strike. And <laughs> broke my finger at the same time. Nice, it's impressive. For me, um, not very well known, but I'm a quite a big American football fan. Um, I'm a Green Bay Packers fan. Always have been since I got into the sport. You know, back in the day when they used to play it on uh, British telly. 
Um, what, like at two in the morning on yeah, Channel 4 and stuff yeah. like that? And I went to Lambeau Field. It's uh, People that have got me on the Facebook, you can see the photos on that. Uh, Lambeau Field's their home stadium. It's Green Bay. And it was a... Do you know when you go to them stadium, the walk you around and stuff and tours, like you do in England with English football, mm-hmm. and there was one bit where they were doing like a field kick, a field goal, um, not a competition, but does anyone want to kick this... Uh, this pigskin, and missus is going, go on, do it. You want to do it. I'm like, I'm embarrassed. I can't kick that. And I kicked it, and I did it. Don't get me wrong. It weren't regulation. I'm not fucking. We better sign this He's going to say, I, I, I kicked it, and then they brought me on in the last minute yeah, of the game. The, the whole stadium <laughs> stood up and applauded. You got a phone call from the president. That, that was fun. Yeah. I, I didn't think I'd be able to do it, but then you think about it, I'm only like 20 yards away. It weren't like they, they do it from fucking 40 yards. Do you know what I mean? They do it from crazy fucking things. Uh, and the second greatest achievement is when my son was oh, three. There's a video as well on my Facebook, but it's private, so you can't see it unless you're my friend. Um, I threw an American football field outside my house, and he was quite far away, and I'm not going to hit him. Threw it, plonked straight on his head and knocked him on his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, I, and he's crying, and I turned around to, to my wife filming it. I went, did you see that? Did you see that? Fucking hell, that were incredible. And she's like, go get him, he's crying. <laughs> that reminds me of what I did with, uh, with Amelia. We were at uh, Grandma's house, and I was kicking a football around the back garden. I was filming me, like, yeah, playing around with her, and I went up to her, put it through her legs. So I was like, "Megs," <laughs> just like through it, <laughs> yeah. and, and you just hear her on the end of the video going, "Daddy!" <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely chockister. Yeah, <laughs> mm. I'm not very sporty though. That's my issue. Um, I like watching it. I like looking at stats and stuff, but I don't like exercise <clears throat> yeah, in yeah. any way. I, I used to love playing rugby, um, and then just I just get getting injured too much. Don't get me wrong, I'd always join in on a, like, if I see some lads playing about on the field, or if my mates are like, come on, kick about on the field. I mean, that hadn't happened in about 15 years. But if it did, I'd run around for five minutes before I got out of breath. Does your kids' um, school still do, like, parents' race? Yeah, I came fourth out of about ten of us last, last time. I have waited so long to do the parents' race because I'm quite fast at a sprint. My job was just not to be last, and I, I'm mid-table. You know what I mean, like, and I was like, fan. I was like, I'm ready for this. Went to the first, media's first spot. Says like, I'm ready for this. Like, I wore clothes that I could like You're run in. You're competitive, Dad, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I was it. like, I was like, I wore trainers that I could run in. Like, <laughs> like, Amelia, you're a Liverpool fan. Don't let him forget. Can't turned, I choose, Dad? Turned around, they were like, oh, they don't do that anymore. It's not even competitive for the kids. I was like, this oh, we do it. Yeah, they do it. Hours. Bullshit. I was like, this is bullshit. I have waited, <laughs> waited for four years since Your kids since go to posh school, though, this. don't they? You have to no, pay no, for no. your kids' school. No, no, no. Just one of the standard <laughs> Hogwarts. I was, I was <laughs> devastated. I was, I was ready to say my greatest sporting achievement was winning the dads, smashing the other dads at the dad yeah. race. But... I came fourth out of like 10 or 12, so I was absolutely happy with that. I didn't need a medal. I just yeah. didn't need to be last. Right. Uh, next question: Where do you sit on the religious or ph- philosophical spectrum? Which Ooh. systems of beliefs most closely align, and how you experience the world? Who wants to start that? Not religious in this. I'll go over the not religious in the bloody slightest. Never have been. Never will be. Um, when I was 
growing up as a kid, my dad was very much a a, a, a man who would say, um, if I want to be religious later in life, that's up to me. He didn't want to force the idea upon me. Didn't even like that I went to um to schools where we had like prayers and like singing hymns and assembly and stuff like that. Yeah, that used but, to be like just just normal, didn't it? Yeah, it still yeah. still is to a point. Oh, is it? Um, yeah, but yeah, I'm not religious in the slightest. I have no desire to be. I but I know a lot about religion. Like I I have read yeah. big chunks of the Bible. Do you, do you treat um, it as like more of a mythology type thing? Like a just, yeah yeah start. Yeah, I, I wait um, till they adapt it into a movie. <laughs> They've done it many, many, many times. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I'm also kind of very. I have a very dim view of the concept of religion. Like I admire people who have faith. Like I think it's a it's a very impressive thing to have faith in something and faith in like a belief system. Yeah. Um, I very much dislike the idea of organized religion and the mm-hmm. concept of religion and the fact that it's that without getting into the politics of it, but it's rich people controlling poor people. Tends to be, doesn't it? Yeah, so yeah, that's if if you read my book, it's not very complimentary about religions. It's not, man. It's not. It's not. <laughs> it's really not, um, and possibly not very subtle about it either. Uh, yeah, so yeah, I'm probably. I don't. I don't want to say like I'm a. I'm a proud atheist. I am just an atheist because yeah. I'll never denigrate somebody for believing in something. Mm. That's good. Yeah, I'm saying mm. I um, grew up going to church. Um, I went to a Church of England school. Um, I used to go to church every week with my mum and my brother and sister. And then eventually the three of us just decided we didn't want to go anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was it. I was just like not interested in, in it. Like like Gadget says, um, I've, I've no problem if people want to believe uh, in a religion or a kind of belief or way of life. Um, that's completely up to them uh, as long as they're not harming anyone doing it perfectly fine if my kids turn around and say they want to go to church they can go to church they do what they want but um as far as i believe i uh, i'm an atheist i don't believe in god i don't believe in there being an overall power or i don't believe in fate or luck or anything like that i just think life is what it is and we just make the best of it see i really wish that i believed in some kind of an afterlife or something because Thinking that there isn't, which, you know, I don't, I don't, I'm not religious, I'm with the same, I don't, you know, if people are religious, that's fine, but I'm personally not, and knowing that there's probably just nothing after you're gone is scary. What I do believe is, you know, all, all energy comes from somewhere, and the energy that you've used to create a body to sort of carry you around for your whole life, it carries on, doesn't it? So, you know, you're dead, you go into the ground, the worms eat you, the, the a tree is suddenly grown so you live on in a way but just not in a in a sort of conscious heaven and hell sort of a way yeah i mean it's very similar to everyone else here um i'm actually catholic but only by um lack of choice wait well, i was christian um when you uh what do you call church of england and then when i got married my wife is very religious from a filipino background her brother's a priest yeah uh, he, he married us um but they we had a discussion and they felt it would be sort of nicer in a way, more respectful if she married a Catholic. So I said, look, you know, how does it work about converting? And I went through the little ritual of converting to be a Catholic, but I don't practice. Um, it's not my thing. I'm very respectful of my wife. Uh, it, she goes to church when you could every Sunday. Mm. She sings in the choir. I've been to church a few times, but more supportive and respectful. Um, when we had our miracle child, our daughter, uh, is named Faith, and it's obvious from one side of the family, from Janet, 
um, where she nearly lost her faith because she tried very hard to have a child. Yeah. For me, um, it was more about the faith in ourselves and our marriage, about us surviving what we were going through and then to have a miracle child. The name just seemed to... And that's the ultimate belief, me. isn't it? Believing in yourselves. Yeah, so yeah, I'm very similar to everybody else, but I am Catholic, but I don't practice. It's weird for and me. I'm very respectful. Yeah, um, I grew up in a very religious household. Uh, I'm not going to divulge why and what, uh, but it was. And I fell for a lot of that stuff. I don't know even fault. I weren't tricked, don't get me wrong. I always had a kind of a... No, I didn't have a choice. Let's be, let, let me be frank, I didn't have a choice. Um, and then as I became older, I started just, just not being religious. Now, <clears throat> I believe in religious freedom massively. Mm. If you want to be religious, you can. Um, in my opinion, it shouldn't affect people that don't want to be religious. That's, do you know what I mean? There's, there's got to be that perfect balance and currently there isn't obviously there never probably will be it's a bit of a a waste of an ideology really for that kind of freedom isn't it if you think about it because there's always going to be there's always going to be someone teetering that balance but yeah i currently and i'm saying that currently because i think i'm more agnostic in a way do you know what i mean like yeah yeah if if you believe there's something there, but not necessarily one particular faith. I, I don't know what's there. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I, I, it's, it's, it's trouble because I've never really thought about it. I don't believe in Mr. God. Do you know what I mean? I don't believe. It's an interesting Mr. concept, Mr. isn't it? Yeah. There's so many different gods in, around the world. Yeah. It seems like, like a, my, a strange my, thing. My wife's very, very fucking paganistic. She believes in many gods and stuff. She's She's a hippie and... She's very proud of that, and she believes in different deities and creatures and Wiccan stuff and all that. And I believe she's allowed to. And my kids come home from school and say stuff like, um, um, Jesus is powerful, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> I don't say, yeah. <laughs> I don't say, yeah or no. That's I've always, I believe you should be able to choose. And coming from a very religious background then, not Jesus based. <laughs> um, it was. It's hard for me to not feel a little bit of a. Uh, my life might have been a little bit easier if we didn't have that in the background. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's. A, it, I, I don't like this topic. I never have, but I believe <laughs> do, it. Do, dear on. listener, can you tell that we're not used to talking about serious shit? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not drinking. <laughs> well, yeah, the biggest problem with religion, of course, is that it can cause a lot of arguments like politics. It's yeah, a difficult subject yeah. matter, which is why we keep it out of. And it, we did, we did, we did get told. Wasn't the question about political alignings as well? No, no, no. Did no it was philosophical. Philosophical. That was it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, philosophically for me, it's I believe you can choose your own. If you want to use the word destiny or beliefs or anything like that, it's up to you. As long as don't let it affect anyone else. We out there, choice. You know yeah. what I mean? Got to be up to it. It's got to be up to an individual. I don't believe in a people, as in. We are a group of, because even let's say, let's say, two Greek Orthodox Christians, they've probably got different beliefs. Even if they go to the same church, they believe in the same God, they believe in the same doctrine. They've probably still got varying degrees of belief, haven't they? 
And so, so really, what you're saying, Udo, is that you can have your own personal Jesus. Basically, Depeche Mode got it right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. That's absolutely right. So yeah, it's Ooh, freedom swiftly along. Yeah, moving on to the more serious topic, Mr. Blobby and Big Bird from Sesame Street get into a scrap. Who wins? Blobby. It's Blobby. Oh, Blobby. Blobby. Blobby's, Blobby's on so much. He's a force of nature. He's, he's just insane. pure chaos, isn't he? Yeah, he's yes. insane. So, so for those who don't know, if you are not a UK <laughs> listener, Mr. Blobby was a resident of Crinkly Bottom. Bottom. Just, just Google, just Google him. Just he's from Crinkly him. Bottom, isn't he? He was uh, this mascot on Noel's house party in the nineties, and it was just this nightmare fuel of this big inflatable man. It was His googly, eyes, though, googly, googly, big googly eyes, and the most he irritating was, he, what, voice. Pink with Pink with pink, pink, pink with yellow spots, yellow yeah, polka on. dots, and he'd run around causing chaos. And all he would say was "blobby," blobby, and he'd blobby, run around blobby, just going, blobby, 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 and just running into people, running into sets, just causing absolute it, chaos. It, it wasn't just it wasn't just he'd say "blobby, blobby." But they had this weird kind of digital filter on, and it sounded like oh yeah, kind of Lovecraftian nightmare. It sounds a bit like Stig, actually. <laughs> I've got me picked he's... up on at least. Hey, yeah, <laughs> it, it, that's that's the love. I love that that color at the moment. I'm right into that color at the moment. So the thing, the thing is, in 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 that matchup, in the, in that fight, in that celebrity death match classic, Big Bird is is clearly the good guy here because Big Bird is he's wholesome, he's lovely, he's 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 lawful good. Yeah, and then you've got Blobby, who is chaotic evil. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's beyond that. I think he's beyond. <laughs> yeah, he's he's, He's nature. It's just nature. Like Blobby <laughs> has got the same trajectory as a tornado. You can't stop it. <laughs> the only thing you can do is be warned about it. I mean, the ultimate. The ultimate is Emu. Emu's the pure, the purest of evil. Yeah, but that's that's because his puppeteer was a baddie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah we we. So, so, Stig, I think when you edit this, you should you should maybe drop in a clip of um of Mr. Blobby's number one single. Oh, oh yeah. I believe that got to number one. We're all going to be singing that for the next week. With the little <laughs> kids singing. But I think ultimately, though, if you, to answer the question, like Big Bird's a learned man. He's, he's, do you know what I mean? Oh, he's a scholar. He's a scholar. scholar he, 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 wants, he wants to teach. He doesn't, I don't think he's a fighter. Now, he has got height and, and probably got strength on his side, but Blobby, as I said, he is just, he's just a cyclone. He's just, he's, yeah. oh. Pure. Like Big Big Bird would want to like talk it out. Yeah, can we discuss come, this, Blobby? Can we discuss this? What? There ain't no, no. reasoning with Blobby. No, and, and the thing is, Blobby's like a wrecking ball. And Blobby's got a knife. Shit. Blobby's yeah. also got a wife yeah. and a child, if you remember. And oh, he fucking does. What does he? <laughs> his child's probably an adult now. So Big Bird hasn't got a wife and child. So Blobby's son's probably an absolute fucking hard bastard. Oh, he's probably in strange ways. Yeah. No, um, have any of you ever watched Big Fat Quiz of Everything? Yeah. And they, Briefly, did, yeah. they did one. Um, it was like one of the questions from the night. Jack Whitehall was on there, and he was just talking randomly. He was just like, "I used to hate Mr. Blobby. Scared the shit out of me as a child. Cannot like deal with Mr. Blobby." And they had Mr. Blobby there, like to <laughs> deliver the final question. And he came out and he burst out of this thing at the end. And Jack Whitehall was just like the look on his it's proper pure terror on his face. <laughs> just like, no, no, no. I can't do it. And Blobby's just like running around like an absolute mentalist. It's mm. like I'll have to track that clip down. I, yeah. think, I think yeah. Blobby could survive a an extinction level event and yeah, yeah, the cockroaches, the yeah. rats, and Mr. Blobby. Yeah, and Keith, and Keith Richards. Yeah, and Keith Richards. Yeah, 
I, I, and yeah. they will have to repopulate the world. I think it was... I, I, <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. <laughs> God. Jesus Christ. But, yeah, I think that was quite an easy question to answer, really, because, yeah, Bobby yeah. is just ultimate. It is, he is probably the, the yeah. personification of Mother Nature. He's, you know what, he's a destroyer. You, you have to do now, Candy, has come up with some Mr. Blobby Keith Richards hybrid. Oof, yeah. I can see it already. <laughs> Mr. Blobby on heroin. Jesus. <laughs> and God. tattoo it on somebody. Yeah. I'll, I'll get it on myself. I'll yeah, have I'll have... Let's all get it. Uh, yeah. So it, it's seriously, if you aren't from the UK and don't know who Mr. Blobby is, just YouTube him. And don't you say do. his name three times in a mirror because he will come and destroy your town. <laughs> uh, next one, it's a bit, bit of a thinker. I can't, I'm struggling on this one. Uh, what's the best gig you've ever been to? Oh, easy, 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 easy. I went to see Motorhead and uh, God Forbid, and it was also my first gig. And I was... Ooh, that's a hell of a first gig. I was gig. 13, first gig. and I got to smell Lemmy, and he stank. <laughs> I saw his little uh, bum bag of speed. He had a little bum bag of speed on him. I'll unzip it, have a little bit of speed, keep him going. <laughs> As you do. As he did. Um yeah, it was just a fucking absolute. Me- it just, it just, like I, I, I was getting into rock music and heavy music at that time, and that I, I went with my, with my friend. I was that young. My friend's dad that took us to Sheffield. He waited outside in the car for the gig to finish. You know, like Homer on The Simpsons when he's listening yeah. to Spanish Flea. It were like that, <laughs> uh, and then it just. We were the smallest there. We were at the front. There was a mosh pit behind us, and it's fucking. This will let me before. I mean, I, I said before he were dying. He's always been dying, hasn't he? Um, <laughs> Since the 80s, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, God forbid as well, they're really heavy. It was just, what a, what a fucking... And it, it just solidified the fact that I'm probably going to be a mosher forever. <laughs> really. I miss, miss a good mosh pit. Oh, yeah. In man. a long time. Uh, for me, I would say... So, the thing is, I, I find it very hard to pin down a single one. So Because I've seen... So many good ones. Mm. Um, first one off the top of my head would be 2007, seeing the Foo Fighters with um, Serge Tankian in support. Oof, oof. It was um, it was when Serge, Serge released his first um, solo album. Empty Walls, that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he came out on stage. That man can sing. Oh, but he's like a proper stage man. Is but that then, operatic, isn't he? When he sings on. Oh yeah, he's really good. Yeah. And then the Foo Fighters came on, and just the Foo Fighters are just brilliant. They're just they're wonderful live. So band. consistent. Lots of fun to watch. Yeah. Um, so that one was great. Um, possibly 2004, I saw Ramstein for the first time on the Rise of Rise. Did they set you on fire? So nice. <laughs> Nearly. I was pretty close to the front. The fucking um, flamethrowers, man. I Jesus. Got, I, I got whacked in the head by the by the bass player when he did his crowd surfing in yep. the dinghy because he had the oar and he yeah. bashed me on the back of the head. So that was uh, fun. Um, but then, so and, and and this is technically the headline act with with the worst band of the night because the, the headline act were Dragon Force. Oh. Um, but Tirasas was supporting them, and Tirasas, if you don't know them, rah, they are rah, Rasputin, Rasputin, yeah, love machine, but, yes, yeah, sweet <laughs> Swedish Viking metal band love with fucking war paint and pelts, and uh, and they were supporting. They did a forty-five minute set, and in that forty-five minute set, they knocked out a load of their bangers. But the, <laughs> they had this wonderful moment in the middle. You know how when you see bands normally when they headline, mm. and they'll do like kind of bit of a jokey section in the middle where they'll do a bit of a jam or yeah. they'll have some kind of prepared sketch so most of the band can take a rest and like have a drink and recuperate. 
um, they did they did this thing which was um, where the lead singer was kind of stood on the stage, the lights went down. So he talked about the ages of music, how the gods bestowed music upon man. And he said, and the, and the god bestowed the chord on us, and then uh, <laughs> and the light would come on, the violin player would play a chord. And he and then and then he bestowed melody on us, and she played some some like classical music on it, and display. And then he bestowed rock, and she played some Iron Maiden on the violin. Oh. And he said, and then he bestowed upon us speed metal, <laughs> and she starts playing. <laughs> she started playing through the fire and the flames on her violin, better than Dragon Force would play it an hour later. <laughs> I bet Herman Lee were beside himself. <laughs> it was- Great. It was so funny, but they were so good and so precise and so wonderful. So I would definitely say if you get the opportunity, whether you like their music or not, if you get the opportunity to see opportunity to see Tirasas live, go and see them because <laughs> they have so much fun live. Great band. I went to see the band Ghosts, and I don't know if you've heard of Ghosts. Oh, um, yeah. I saw them in 2018 at the Royal Albert Hall. That fucking Square Hammer song. Oh, oh Square Hammer's brilliant. Um, they're a band. So the singer dresses up as a demonic pope. Uh, currently called Papa Emeritus in his current in his current form, and his uh, his band are called the Nameless Ghouls, who all sort of dress up as well in a kind of uniform, and it's all very uh, it's a little bit of silly Satanism, I'll call it. So you'll, <laughs> you'll go to the Church of Ghosts and pretend to be Satanist for a couple of hours, but just as to the backdrop, do. as you do, just to the backdrop of the Royal Albert Hall with a big organ in the back, and. Everyone that we we started queuing at about nine o'clock in the morning, so we could be there in the front row, and it was just everything about the show was perfect. That the setting, the gig, the gig lasted about three hours, and it was just ghost. There was no support bands, and they had a break in the middle and everything. It was it was a proper. Did they do uh, it Year Zero live? They did Year Zero oh. live. They did they did all of them. Oof. They did all of them. It was just it was fantastic. Um, imagine imagine for a band like Goose, like walking the Royal Albert Hall and the keyboard player just seeing that organ. It's like, oh. yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like I pay so much money for so many patches to make this. Are sound. they Italian? Are they Italian? Am I getting that right? Swedish. Swedish. Well, the singer's Swedish. I think uh, the band is kind of a bit of a revolving door. I think yeah. most of the time. Um, I th- I think they're just they're mostly European, I believe. Yeah. Um, I know he doesn't look like that. Really in, I know that's a mask he wears, but yeah. 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 I think actually Dave Grohl at one point was playing drums for them. Someone I've heard that before, yeah. Especially with his ghoul mask on, you can't tell, can you? Uh, to be fair, you put you put you move through anyone through LA, Dave Grohl's playing drums for them. Yeah. Whether yeah. they're a band or not, you just you travel through LA, Dave, Dave Grohl's there playing drums it, for bit, you. Bit, not long before the pandemic, Dave Grohl was touring with the Foo Fighters, uh, the American Foo Fighters, the their biggest cover band, and he was touring with them for a bit as their drummer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we're the Foo Fighters, like a fool, fool fighters. That's what they call themselves. And and our drummer's Dave Grohl. And he's like, hello. It's because they couldn't afford Taylor Hawkins. Could they? <laughs> no. How <laughs> about yourself, Biggie? Um, I saw Cypress Hill live when they launched Ooh, the lowering Black the Sunday tone. Album. Yeah, we're all moshes, mate. They came riding out on a massive spliff. And they, <laughs> and this was also when um, you could smoke inside as well. So they were. So you were smoking spliffs, spliffs as well. They they were smoking them into the smoking them, throwing them into the crowd, which is amazing. And then about halfway through the act, they were anti-alcohol, which is really weird. They started pouring bottles of alcohol on the stage, going weed good, alcohol bad, sort of thing. It was really weird. <laughs> Because uh, I like both. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I was about to say, mix. Yay. But that, that was really good. And then more recently, because um, I'm a massive fan of theirs, is Children of Zeus. 
Um, I saw them live in Brighton and London, and they're a hip-hop soul R&B group. And not only do they obviously produce their own music, um, they rap, and Tyler Daly, Tyler Daly, sorry, is um, incredible singer live as well. His harmony is just incredible to do that live as well and rap is something else. They're really good. But, uh, yeah, that's One day me. we will get a biggie rap. <laughs> I, I would have cheat slightly and mention a few, uh, not loads, uh, but two of them happened on the same weekend at Download. That counts 2000, then. 2013. So the first one would be Slipknot, who headlined. And oh, Slipknot are very good live. Mainly just as well for being in the crowd. Like and just having just being crazy for like the whole set and and if you've been to a Slipknot gig and you've experienced spit it out that's just insane <laughs> yeah. and it's so much fun. You 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 you'll enjoy this. When I saw Slipknot, um, I I was recovering from an injury at the time. Um, I was recovering from it from a bad knee injury. Um, so when they did spit it out, I couldn't sit down on the floor. <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't bend. I, well, I would have been able to get down, but I wouldn't have been able to get back up. You know, it's that kind of thing. Like I had yeah. very little limited motion in my knee, so it's kind of like the entire of the Newcastle Metro Radio Arena sits down. There's just me stood there going, "Hi." <laughs> <laughs> Did you get any bottles thrown at you? No, I've enough. I didn't. I was stood, stood far enough back that ninety nine percent of the audience didn't notice. But it was. Just I think really I, I must have been a real moment. That, I was at that gig. I think you must well, have I've seen it. Well, I've been to at a gig uh, at Metro was, Arena. Was, it was, it was the one with uh, where Children of Boredom were supporting them. That tussle with long hair, because you probably had long hair then as well, didn't you? No, I'd cut my hair by then. Oh, right. I still had hair then. <laughs> I think Con um, were supporting them when I went. No, that was the, that was the time after I saw them. Yeah, yeah but, like Spit It Out, if you don't know, is um, basically he tells everybody to get down, like bend down, so the whole crowd bends down. Then he does this quick little rap and shouts, get the fuck up, and everyone gets the fuck up and bounces around like... Uh, really impressive to watch when you're not doing yes. it. It's um, it's really really. <laughs> good. And if you did really, it nowadays, really I'd be like, ah, I'm a hip. Yeah. <laughs> well, I noticed now it takes the audience a lot longer to jump yeah. the fuck up than it did ten years ago. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Almost sciatica. Everyone jumps up and puts the back out. Yeah. All you uh, hear is yeah. cracks and creaks. Uh, so that same weekend. Uh, no, thank you. The the, the weekend was uh, finished off by Ramstein. It's the first Ooh, time I've ever seen Ramstein yeah. live. Um, they're incredible live. Just just the. The, the music itself, but the stage show, the pyro, the flames, the just the craziness. The band are just absolutely off it. Yeah, they they, they definitely know how to put on a good show. I do love how most of their their uh, their lyrics are very simplified German words. A lot, a lot of them are just very oh. simple to Germans. They're like, this is not a very good, well written song. Yeah, well, one of the sonnets starts with one, two, three, four, five, yeah. six, seven, eight, nine, go. Yeah. <laughs> How it starts, like, or do or do or do Hasta's just you, 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 you hate, you hate, you hate me, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, it, yeah, it's but the, the opening, I just love the opening. They played uh, it's two to V, and obviously, it starts like it's got kind of got this thing that's like, dum, 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 dum. And that's how they all that, start. Pyro was just <laughs> bouncing off the off the side of the stage, and then when the the main uh chords opening did like this big huge curtain dropped and he was lowered from the ceiling on this like lift with all this pyro going off around his feet he's there in this big leather suit apart from this big pink like feather boa jacket he's got on yeah like, it's just like the guy's insane like did you ever the, um, did you ever hear about brilliant. that ramstein thing where when do you know because they did that uh fire for i for um triple x didn't they for the yeah. film and they were doing a, a, a pr event where they were going to get vin diesel to come on stage at a, at a Ram, ramstein uh gig and Vin Diesel had been watching it for about 15 minutes and he just went, I'm not going up there. 
<laughs> and the PR just it was completely that he wouldn't go up. He probably would have got booed. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Yeah, the the the, the best thing to see at a Ramstein gig and it, one to look up on YouTube if you see it, is um uh, how they perform Engel. Oh, because because mm. it, it it's basically it's the lead singer Till and he's stood in the middle of the stage and usually it's just it's just the spotlights are on him. The band are kind of in the background and the song builds and the song builds and he's he's basically got this um because Engel means angel. Um, he's got this this set set of metallic wings that just will pop up and then fire just yeah, comes out of him up into the air. And the, yeah, well. he gets lifted off the stage like for, for like half the song he's just stood still on a spotlight. It doesn't move around. He's got the microphone in front of, him. and then by the end of it he's in the air. There's fire coming off his wings, and it's you're watching it. And like every I've seen them live three times now, and every time I see it, just me jaws on the floor. I'm always impressed. They look by it. so it's filthy so though, like they need a bath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. It, I mean, I, I know the, the, the putting the, soot on the faces deliberately and stuff, but get well, a wash. Yeah, and, <laughs> and also, and also, they put that kind of flame retardant vaseline. Yes, of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. The guitarist and you know, walking around with a flame for us attached to the guitars. Oh, the mouths. Yeah. The DJ was like, when I saw them, was sat in a cauldron until kept mm-hmm. coming up with a flame for and trying to set the cauldron on fire <laughs> while he's yeah. in it. It's like, uh, like a complete opposite end to all this. Is one of my favorite. Avril Lavigne gigs was um no i've never seen Avril. oh uh, city in color at the royal albert hall and it was just mainly because it's the first time i've ever seen him i think he's got an amazing voice but the acoustics for that place is just built perfectly for the type of music it was and it just sounded like amazing oh yeah best sounding gig ever went to a muse the the, the actual sound of that gig is better than yeah. like motorhead fucking hell motorhead like i'm Two PV amps. Do you know what I mean? It fuck all. <laughs> but Muse, it was like a symphonic fucking yeah, thing. Oh, fucking great. Jesus Christ! It was I saw uh, Phantom of the Opera, mm. and we were we were right in front of the uh, the stage where the orchestra were, and that was incredible. Right underneath that. the chandelier that drops on your head. <laughs> <laughs> I think better for the best sounding gig I've ever been to. That might have been Carol Emerald. Um, she's a um, electro swing singer from Denmark. That sounds neat. Well, no, she's just quite popular. She's had right. a couple of number one singles, um, but just the furthest thing from metal you could expect. But they're just really good pop songs mm. with a kind of a, a vintage vibe to them. And um, me and my ex saw saw her in um, Newcastle City Hall, and it, the acoustics were brilliant. Sounded great. Sounded mm. spot on. Her voice was brilliant. Yeah, loved it. I did cry at one gig. The final one I'll talk about. Um, I got to see the Black Majors. Now, if you don't know who they are, that's Nobu Uematsu's. Metal band, no <laughs> and they played all the Final Fantasy songs, and I cried. I was gonna say, did they do One Wing Angel? <laughs> yeah, I cried my eyes out. They they get they get they get other singers on because none of them are singers. They just they just all uh, like uh, no booze on his piano, and a few other guys are on guitars and stuff. And oh, I will cry my eyes out. I went to one of the Final Fantasy concerts yeah. at the Royal Albert Hall as well, and I just wept my way yeah, through it. Yeah, I was fucking bad. <laughs> along with everyone else. Oh, oh yeah, God. I love going to like orchestra ones but i went to see one of like the it was the music of john williams and that was brilliant yeah. like the, the the conductor was so good as well like it, obviously when he played superman and that and he was just stood there and he's like did and he ripped open his shirt and he had like, a <laughs> superman, like thing and then like he went off and like for the finale it was just like dum and he came out with a vader costume on and conducted them with a lightsaber class act Right, a uh, few other quick ones before we get into our final question. Uh, what film couldn't you finish? If Have you ever walked out of one or just turned it off? Yes. I've said it before on podcast, Kinky Boots 
walked out of that. Uh, not the film I thought it was going to be. Um... <laughs> <laughs> what film did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be sexy. No. No, it's about uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor dressing up as a woman and, and creating boots, isn't it, or something like that. It's it it it's 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 find it's find, finding a, a niche for a men's a, a shoes. shoemakers factory. Yeah, yeah, for basically making shoes for drag queens yeah. and trans women. Yeah, but I took a date and it weren't. It, we, Did you think you were going to get lucky? Off yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. There uh, we go. There it is. Just just admit <laughs> your faults. Admit when you really so really I, wrong. I, I turned around to her and I said, oh, "Enjoying this?" She's like, "No." And I make I made the mistake. I walked out of Rain of Fire um, because. I don't know if anyone's been to Butlins before. Have you ever been to Butlins? No. Nope. So Butlins, once you pay in, there's one down my way. Once you pay in for a week, you get to just do everything for free. Mainly a lot of the stuff, and they had a, they had an Odeon there, so you could just go to the cinema as many times as you want. And believe it or not, it's not packed because everyone's on holiday, and I'm the little emo Masha kid that doesn't want to enjoy the sun. So I went into the cinema, and I walked out of Rain of Fire. Thought it were a bit boring. I went back and watched it next day anyway. So. Because it was free. I have oh. never walked out of a cinema once. Two even times. For films, even films that I just don't enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I've paid I've... for this. I want to see it through. And Eat I your know, popcorn like... and shut the fuck up. <laughs> I think one of the films that I'm glad I never paid for, because we snuck into it. Me and my brother went to see The Dark Knight in the middle of the day. And mm-hmm. um, we were there. And he was like, we looked at the time. and was like, League of Gentlemen film starts in 10 minutes. Ooh. So we wow. snuck into the League of Gentlemen film. It is not good. It's not, is it? <laughs> but we were just like, we never left. We watched it. And it was just and like, aged well, well has it, glad, that one. I'm glad, glad we, haven't, we didn't pay for that. The only one I've, I can think of that I've turned off recently was, again, I just I see th- films through for some reason, but the only one I've turned off recently was Six Underground. I don't know what that um, is. It's a it's a Netflix film. It's Ryan Reynolds. And oh, yeah, that Michael one. Bay. Oh, shit, yeah, with the big car and chase it, at the beginning. And it is just... Pure Michael Bay, an absolute fucking shite. And I was just like, this is boring the life out of me. Like, it's just... I don't everything... think I've liked any Michael Bay films. I just thought... I, I really like Ryan Reynolds. And I know you, and obviously this film and other films, he makes questionable choices at times. But yeah. I was just like, this is just awful. Just, 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 just... Bleh. And I was like, nah. And I turned it off. It's easy like, when it's on Netflix, though, isn't it? It's like, fuck this. Yeah. Yeah, I just hated it so much. I was like, "Put this. We'll watch the rest of development. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier." So I've never walked out of a film. The closest I came to walking out of a film was Ready Player One. I was. Did it really offend you that? Uh, I was unreasonably offended by. Because you liked the book, didn't you? <laughs> but that's the thing, because I loved the book and they changed so much of it. But then, also, kind of in retrospect, I realised how much of a really, really terrible con Ernest Klein is. Yeah, um, there is that. But. <laughs> But yeah, the film the film itself is just the film takes it takes a book that is probably on balance average, but it's just Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, isn't it? Yeah, and turns and the film turns the story into a load of shite with a sprinkling of sexism and far too much product placement. Um, but there's a gun it's just in it. awful. Well, there's there's also a fucking Jim Jim Rayner from Starcraft in it. That doesn't <laughs> make up book, for it. The book just full of product placement in a way, though. No, so, so well, sort of. But the the book's, the book's full isn't of it, rather than it's a like references and nostalgia. So it's all stuff from the eighties. So it's like there's a very specific Dungeons and Dragons dungeon that's mentioned in it. There's lots of eighties video games and movies and that kind of thing. Whereas the film 
has a lot of current things. So like you see a, a glimpse of Tracer from Overwatch in it. And like, it, you know, it, it lost all of the 1980s stuff so it could appeal to a current And it didn't do it well like Wreck-It Ralph did it, did it? That's the no, thing. Wreck-It no. Ralph, that's how you do it. I, I didn't mind very much. I'm not pressure. I never read the book, so I've said nothing to go on. The story yeah, is the story's bobbins. I just enjoy just spotting references. Mm. Yeah, well, that's, all, yeah. That's, that's the thing. If you read the book or listen to the audiobook, you, there is, it's so different to the film. Like, the book's actually entertaining. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, also, also, like they do stuff like they turn Irock into the primary antagonist when he's not, and they also ruin Sorrento's character because Sorrento was actually a, a seven out of ten baddie in the book, and he just becomes this sniveling piece of shit. In oh, the he's film. thingy though, isn't it? Oh, it's, it's what's his name? Yeah, Ben Mendelsohn. Uh, I love him. Oh yeah, and like you know, when 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 you then see him in uh, Star Wars, he's so much better. He's so in good One. in Rogue One. Yeah. Yeah, in Rogue One, he plays a baddie. Yeah. He, in fact, the character he plays in Rogue One is what Sorrento should have been. He's so good in that. <laughs> so good. Um, but yeah, so that's the closest I came to walking out of a film. But again, in the same kind of logic as Stick, I've fucking paid for this. I'm I bet you, t- sometimes though, you're like, maybe it gets better. And then you're like, oh my God, there's 10 minutes left. It's not going to get better. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to get better. Yeah, basically. Fucked it. The, um, the last film that I turned off with an absolute vengeance was um, Valerian. I turned that off. This, Shit, yeah, I turned that off, mate. It's boring. Was it Valerian in the City, City of a of Thousand a Planets? Thousand or some shit. Something like. It's boring, isn't oh, it? it was, no, it wasn't boring. It's it actively the worst film I've ever seen. And I've seen some shit. <laughs> I watched that in Jupiter's uh, Jupiter, Ascending Jupiter Ascending in the same day. Just because you really hate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so oh, disappointed. No, yeah, Valerian is just don't don't. The problem with Valerian is like you come into it thinking, hey, it's from Luke Besson, it's him doing sci-fi again. I love the Fifth Element. No, Luke Besson's that was the last good film he did. He'll never do don't, a Fifth Element again. No, don't no. don't go with that. And the thing, the, the annoying thing is, like visually, it's stunning. Like there's a lot of really it's pretty, in, yeah, cool, yeah, a lot of really cool um, special effect shots and like really interesting artwork to the. It's uh, odd sci-fi as well, and it? it's like fantasy sci-fi it's weird yeah and like it's like it, the, the opening scene had me grip like mm. the opening scene with those blue aliens um do um and then getting destroyed kind of thing and then the actors turn up or more precisely the the, the human skin puppets that they have in place of actors because it's cara delavine is one of the stars and she can't fucking act and the little green goblin guy <laughs> Yeah, oh, and the pseudo incestuous weird romance, not romance, like hate each other. Yes, <laughs> but no humble Rachel Green. No. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, so me, me and Pip watched about forty minutes of that and went no. He, he, even when, he, when even when Bad even Peter Seraph when even Peter Serafinowicz can't save a scene, you've got to turn it off. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> it's too fucking loud. <laughs> I've nearly walked out of. Prometheus and Alien Covenant. Oh, Prometheus was such a letdown. Those those would be perfectly acceptable films but to look at. My expectations were way too Covenant high. Wait. Covenant's worse than Prometheus. It is. It's way worse. Pr- Pr- Prometheus is misguided. Yeah, it's, it's Prometheus not an alien sets up film, some inter- No, but the Prometheus sets up Neither some interesting things and it doesn't quite stick the landing, yeah. but there's some good stuff in there it. There is. Yeah. Alien Covenant is just bad. It's a shine. It's a shine. <laughs> It, that, it's just Fassbender, trying to remake Fassbender the first does, one. It does that thing that Ryan Reynolds does. It's like, uh, Michael, have you read this script? <laughs> have you fucking read this? You're brilliant. You're fucking brilliant. You're a brilliant actor. What are you doing? Same, same <laughs> with Assassin's Creed. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> hey there. When you see hey Fassbender there. in Inglorious Bastards, he is, 
He chews every was, fucking bit of scenery. I was going to say, I always forget that he's an Inglorious Bastard. best one in it. Yeah, I do he's too. by far yeah. best one in it. That pub scene. Yeah, Christoph when, Waltz? Yeah, he is. But he's not in a scene with Christoph Waltz. That's the difference. Oh, true, yeah. yeah. It, it, when he's in, the, he's in a scene, he is he is the best. You can't keep your eyes off him. He's, he's, he's really good as Magneto, but he's not in it as much as everybody else. The, the beginning of... Um, oh, First Class? No, Apocalypse. Ugh. Yeah, no, the, no, the, the scene with him in it is the best yeah, it's of great. the film. He's yeah. fucking brilliant. Yeah. But fucking hell, Fastbender. Come Speaking on. Speaking of which, there is one movie I have walked out of, and that's Wolverine. Oh, shit. But it was, <laughs> but it was yeah. Wolverine edited on a cruise ship. So if you imagine that, but with all the, the gore taken away. Yeah, it's quite gory, Wolverine, going, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, was so, that not like. Oh, so you weren't watching that one that leaked on the internet? No, the Japanese one he's talking about. I think. The, uh-huh. Which one are you talking about? The origins or the Japanese? The Wolverine. Uh, the Japanese one. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I hate that. was boring as fuck. But, yeah, but, but, <laughs> he had no powers no, for you, No, I didn't Ugh. mind it, but the original, if you've actually seen it, mm. is with all the violence in it. Now, if you take the violence out... It's boring. <laughs> it's just such a weird It's a love movie. story, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, I, had to, I just walked out. I just couldn't take it. It was so weird. Mm. I really struggled. And it, I think it was pretty much universally loved as well. So I must have been the only person that really didn't enjoy Ex Machina. It was um, Alex Garland's, I think it was his oh, first album as a director, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, see, it's, it's just me. I just found it You're so... You're a rotter. Sort of, I know, that's me fired. <laughs> I just found it so sort of monotonous and I just found it boring. And it, I, I did eventually get to the end of it. I think it took three goes, but I, I It's not can't... super long either. No, it's it's exactly. a, But it is a slow movie. It is slow, yeah, I'll give it, it is. That. It's slow, and on the face of it, it's something that I would normally really enjoy as well. Like, I love a sci-fi. I love Alex Garland. I love everyone, like, all the actors mm. that are in it, and it it just didn't hit for me. Oh, um, wow. And I, I, I would struggle to tell you even anything that happened in it. I remember the, I remember the scene. Pretty robot the girl. Setting. Yeah, exactly. That was it. Kissing. <laughs> Oscar end. Isaac Beardy. Yeah, the drunk. That, the end of that film absolutely <laughs> kills me. There's obviously something in it that I'm missing. And maybe if I watch it, maybe if I need, maybe I need to be drunk or high. It or reminds something. me of a film that, and I don't even know if it is. It, 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 it reminds me of um, a short story adapted into a film. It should have yeah. been a uh, Black Mirror episode. Oh, it would have been brilliant as Black Mirror, yeah. yeah a little bit, little bit quicker, I think maybe a little bit it was snappier. just a bit too... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe it was just a little bit... Maybe it was just a little bit too, too drawn There's out There's a lot of me. the ginger guy staring at walls, isn't there? Yeah. Which I mean, is just trying to build up. I still think it's brilliant, though. Have you walked out of anything, then, Candy, out of the cinema, or just... I haven't... Well, I have seen people walk out of... Uh, the one time I did see somebody walk out of a film was The Devil's Rejects. Oh, I love that and film. And I think it was a midnight <laughs> it was a midnight showing as well and it was like a fairly old el- elderly couple so it makes me wonder what they were doing there. In what the did first they place. They probably thought they'd gone and to it's Mecca Bingo. Devil's Rejects. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe. But it's called the Devil's Rejects as well. Like what what were they expecting? There's no way of framing that as a, as what it you, you should know, have gone, excuse yeah. me, did you watch A House of a Thousand Corpses? The one before this? <laughs> like, yes, I loved that I, one. Um, <laughs> that just reminded me of the time when I went to see Deadpool and this old couple came and sat and watched Deadpool. I thought it was just really odd. They probably thought it were a cowboy <laughs> film because there's an old yeah. cowboy film called The Deadpool. No, I tell you what, don't watch um, The Devil's Rejects sequel. Uh, I have and I didn't like it. Do not watch that. No, I didn't like it. Rob Zombie's... Fall from grace. Yeah, I did that a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, you're in a Royal Rumble match. How does it play out? Us lot. Mm-hmm. I fucking win. No, you don't. Wow. How, do you find, how do you reckon that? Because I bring 
weapons. <laughs> uh, St- Stig is our resident wrestling expert. Are weapons allowed in the Royal Rumble? Yeah, technically. Yeah, There's no rules as long as you. Uh... Like chairs. You ain't yeah. gonna win, mate. I... Me and me and Gadget will tag team your ass. I'm nah, telling see, you. I've seen too many Royal Rumbles and battle royals. I know how to take the big guys out. Yeah, get them tired. Yeah, they. No, you get I've them over Rocky the rope. Three. Get them on the head, and you just pull them over the top rope, and then they go over. Yeah, the bigger they are, they are to the fall. Pull the momentum over with them, and they just topple over the top rope. Oh, okay. This is this is how I see it going down. It starts off with Candy knocking out Oodles by throwing her cat at him. He'll be too distracted with the cat, and he'll fall out of the ring. But I won't feel it as a loss. I'd gained a cat. I'm like, yes. Oh, I didn't think so. He's coming back to me. <laughs> Candy will get knocked out by uh, knocked out by Stig because Stig will open his shirt and she'll be too too interested in critiquing in his the tattoos, oh. allowing allowing him to pick her up and throw her out. Stig will be knocked out by me because I'll just literally barge him out of the ring, and then the, <laughs> and, and then giant a stacks. And 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 then and then the, then the finale will be will be me versus Biggie and Biggie will win it because I I I couldn't bring myself to hit such a perfect specimen of a man. There is that. Oh. There is that. And you'd be you'd be too um, entranced by me walking in with James Brown super bad playing. Exactly. Yeah. You <laughs> see, I've got I've got I don't stand a chance. What would, ha- quite what would happen is that Oodles would get knocked out. Why am I like getting knocked out first? Go <laughs> the littlest. Fuck. Uh, then I'm going to turn heel, throw candy out. Ooh. Then you two being the bigger guys, it's me, the little guy, against the bigger guys, and everyone thinks, oh, this is easy, man. Like, them two are just going to throw him out. We eat you. No, no, you run at me. I just pull the top rope down. That's Gadget. He goes over the top rope. He's done. Then Biggie beats the shit out of me for five minutes, (laughs) gets me on his shoulder, tries to throw me over. As I go over the top rope, I grab him by the head, and I do the old pulling the big guy over the top rope with all his momentum. He flips over. I hold on to the ropes. Stig wins. Did you put this question in so you could um you could <laughs> no? I this. just literally that's just this how, ridiculous. That's just situation. how Rumble differently in my head. Right. That's how Royal Rumbles end. <laughs> Let me when go. There's a big guy against a small guy. No, this is how it's going to be. Right. You get eliminated. No, Candy comes. <laughs> Candy comes down first. She can't get on. She can't get on the ring. She's disqualified because she can't get up. It's too late. Why can't I get up? I don't know. I just It's just in my head. You can't get on. Girls aren't allowed to wrestle. Yeah, girls aren't allowed to wrestle, girl. <laughs> no, no, you, you get in. You get in. You, you, you're playing to the crowd. You, you're, you're a face. Everyone's like, yay, yay. Then Biggie runs in. Bound. I, I wouldn't run. All right, Biggie bounds in. Thunders in. And just choke slam, choke slams you out of, the, out of the ring. No remorse. And then he's like, he's, he's, he's now the heel. Gadget runs in. Then there's a bit of a, do you know when they're just, yeah, yeah, big guys. They're just clamping. They're just clamping. Um, Gadget <laughs> gets knocked into turnbuckle. Needs to catch his breath. Stig runs in. Break the walls down. He's here. He's coming down. <laughs> and he's fucking. He's doing all these fancy moves on Biggie. Biggie eventually just just gets fucked up. Biggie's out over the over the side. He dies. Then by that time, Gadget's got his his wind back. Surprises Stig, surprises him with a blind cider, absolutely flings him out of the ring, then I run down last minute and cause Gadget's knackered, I just win by attrition. That's how I see it. <laughs> no, I see the same scenario, Oodles. But me out first. But no, no, no. You're in the ring first and you're one of those guys who just like goes Runs around the corners. Sits in the corner or goes and like goes under the ropes and sits like yep. under the ring. Gadget thinks he's won at the end. 
yeah. by throwing me out. Yeah. And as he's celebrating, you come in, drop kick him in the back of the head, and he goes over the rope. Ultimate heel. Yeah. 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 That's how it's done. Here's how I see it. Here we go. Wrestling sucks ass, <laughs> and it just doesn't happen. Oh. <laughs> or we just all end up embracing and having a really good time. <laughs> Could you imagine oh, the crowd what, seeing what, that one? Or we do what that, would everybody's intro but music Candy be? then low blows us all and throws us out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. You're all getting wedgies. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's my finishing move, the wedgie. That is true. She goes yeah, full yeah, China, we'll... low blows us all and throws us out. Yeah, Candy yeah, we'll, wins. I think we'll... I'm going to tag team with uh, Stig because he seems to know what he's doing. So I'm just going to get into the ring. I can get into the ring. So, so he can whisper moves to do in your ear. <laughs> do this. Exactly. I'm going to get everyone riled up. Send him in. Let him do all the hard work. Get everyone tired out. Then I'm coming back, tagging in, wedging. I'd, I'd like to, f- I'd out. like to see myself as a Mick Foley type, a bit of a fall guy. I can take them big hits. I've cut my face with a razor. Oh, do you know what I mean? I want to be Just like that. Blood gushing. Yeah, blood, absolute gushing. Yeah, got to have a bit of colour. Yeah. I like to. I'd, I'd like well, to be, be forward. I'm not a technical wrestler. I'm just there oh. for everyone else. Very quickly, what are your outfits then? Um, what are you wearing? Leotard. Full on. Do you know over yeah, the over, over the shoulder Big Show one though? Because but I ain't got the body like Big Show. It just looks ridiculous. Yeah, oh, you can't wear a leotard. A unitard. I, I would. I would always go long long tights and, and boots. I just find it weird running around in little speedos. I'd probably wear actually X Pac t shirt, you know what I mean, some shorts. I'd get the tiniest speedo I come in wearing that. Oh mate. What do the grossly overweight wrestlers wear? Uh, um, trunks. Either they tend to wear um, dungarees. Yeah, like under the giant, like a single, like a like a unitard singlet. thing. S- singlet, yeah. Singlet, yeah. Put me, in, put me in one of them. It's whatever covers the most. Of and me then up. you can, then, then you pull the strap down, and that's you know that's when it's that's when it's business when the straps come down. <laughs> Gadget threw in a good question then though. Intro music. What's your what's your what's your Titan Tron fucking intro? Already got mine. Go on. What is it? Already know. James Brown, super bad. Love it. Love it. Love it. Mine is. My mine is really shit, but because I, I just like the intro, you know, "Blow Me Away" by Breaking Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, because it has that uh, like bit yeah. of beginning, and then the guitars hit, and it's just like it's a perfect like kind of build up. Then the guitars hit. So yeah, I've always just had that. Like nice, nice. Um, my my uh, my mine will be the Mjolnir mix of the Halo theme tune, the one with Steve Vile. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, just the lights go down here. Oh, yeah. Mine'd be a <laughs> mine'd be a Love Gun by Kiss. Oh yes. And then I'd be like And I'd have I'd have full face paint on as well. Go then, Joe, what's yours? I'm gonna go with Enter Sandman, I think, Metallica. Oh. And I would I would dress as a member of Guar probably. <laughs> like the most over the top, you know, shoulder pads. Goblin thing. Shoes that you know, ten inches high, just oh, I'd go all out. Watch yeah. Watch the Sandman. Yeah. Uh One Night Stand two thousand and five. Look that up after Joe and watch the crowd singing Enter Sandman as someone comes to the ring. Yeah. It's incredible. It's got a good intro for running down the uh, yeah. running down the ramp. I can see that working. Right, our final our final question. So you're on a desert island. You can only watch a film, <coughs> play a game, listen to music, or read books recommended by one of the other hosts. They alone decide your entertainment diet. Who would you each of you pick? So so we didn't just spend ages going one by one here. I've split this down. I'm going to start with Oodles. 
Oodles, you have to give Gadget a film, yeah. Biggie music, me a game, and Candy a book. So film for Gadget would be Fellowship of the Ring Extended Edition. Fabulous. I think, it, I think it'd be into that. Uh, what's the next one? Allowed, but it's not allowed the other two. No, no. no. He's never allowed to finish this. He knows how it ends. He knows how it ends. But it's nice and wholesome, isn't it, that first one? Music for Biggie. Music for Biggie. Um, NWA. First album. Yeah, uh, you have to give me a game. Dark Souls. <laughs> Candy, a book. How, how do you not pick Final Fantasy? Because he won't appreciate it? that. Uh, what, what, what? A book. A book. Um, book. I'd say the Oxford English Dictionary. <laughs> Enjoy reading that, Candy. Mm. Right, gadget. What are you trying to say? Hang Nothing. on a minute. Nothing. Just, 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 <laughs> I just thought pl- what pl- an evil man. plenty of content. And so firstly, I can't get in the ring. Now I can't speak English. I don't know how to talk to girls. <laughs> See, he said, I'm going to wing this. At least I've prepared some answers. Gadget, need to give Candy a film. Uh, for a film for Candy, um, it's it's got to be um, Glenn Danzig's directorial debut of Verotica. Oh, an Oscar winner. <laughs> yeah. So I which hear. Is, which, if you haven't heard of that, that is an anthology of erotic horror films. And it is Mother. quite universally one of the worst films ever made. Yeah. But it is Glenn Danzig, so that, you know, it scores points in Candy's, in Candy's right. estimations. Um, me, music. Uh, for you, I am going to suggest you listen to "Casually Dressed and Deep in Conversation" for the end of for the rest of time by Funeral for a Friend, because it's a fucking banging album from the early two thousand. I think you'd like that. I do yeah. like Funeral for a Friend, so good with that. Uh, game for Biggie. Um, I'm going to subject him to Killzone Two for the rest of his life. <laughs> he, he argued about it for, for like six episodes of the that. podcast. As as, does he have a Does he have a service. land connection so he can play it online? Oh God, no, 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 no! It's just a campaign. Oh God. <laughs> 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 oh, biggie. And a book for oodles. Now, you see, thinking of a book for oodles was the hardest thing because I could have recommended that he he just goes in for Rendezvous with Rama, but that did. No, I've that, read that, it three that, times. Exactly, yeah. So I don't really know. I, I, I couldn't think of any books that involve sex with aliens, but then after the last episode that we recorded. I'm into it now. Um, yeah, he's, he, he's into it now. So we're going to go, we're going to take it away from sci fi, and I'm going to recommend that he um, reads uh, Arthur Conan Doyle's Sherlock. For the rest of eternity. All of them are just... All of them, yeah. Nice, there's loads. Yeah. There, there, there is, but on average, they're actually not that good. No, I've only read Baskervilles. <laughs> I've only ever read that one. Uh, yeah, Baskervilles is good. I, See, I've, I've, been I've tried, to, tried to be nice to you people stuck on the island here. So I don't for, think I've been horrible to people. No, I'm, no, I'm for not me, you've been all right. Yeah, but you uh, killed Zone 2. <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> That's probably hello. cruel, that, isn't it? Mm. No, so I, I, for a film, I have Biggie. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna, Biggie. You get to watch Heat for the rest of your life oh, because yeah. I think you like a good cop drama. Uh, this is one of the best with great performances the by both its leads. It's got that awesome, tense, and very accurate shootout in the middle. And I think you could, uh, you'd enjoy watching Heat forever. Yeah. Oodles, um, music. Yeah. So I know you like your metal. Mm-hmm. So there's no point in me giving you some metal. I'm going to give you some chilled out music. And I've mentioned him already. City in colour. I want you to feel chilled out. I want you to feel... Relaxed. Relaxed while you're on the island. Not stressed out. Not not getting worked up by thrash metal or anything like that. Okay. So, you know, the guy's got various different levels of acoustics and like his, and evolved his sound throughout his time. I can dig mate, that. He's got about six albums now. So, yeah, you enjoy I that. I can dig that, mate. 
a game for candy, I've gone for Disco Elysium. Ooh. Because oh, yeah. it's hours of fantastic narrative. You can be played more than once. You can play it over and over again with different builds and you could never get bored with it. Yeah. You can eventually get the same ending. But Which um, version does she have to play? The PlayStation 1 or the PC version? Oh, she gets the one with all the, uh, the updated... The bells and whistles, point, yeah. Voice, yeah, all the nice. full... Uh, nice. No. So, oh, that's very generous. It's so kind, you, isn't yes. it? I am being kind. Like, a, a book, though, right, because I've not really read a book that this is a profound and excellent book. Mm. Everything I kind of read is a fantasy, like, is... And who's this for Gadget? Fancy. This is for Gadget, He's yeah. a fucking nerd. Yeah. He'll, he'll take anything off you. Yeah, but I wanted, again, I didn't want to give suggest a series that's unfinished. Ah. As many of the fantasy series that I that would read. That would piss you, you uh, off. Yeah, and, and you are a bit of a slut for for serialised fantasy. He is. Mm. <laughs> Do you, have you read his Dark Materials? Uh, yes. Did you like his Dark Materials? Yeah, I did. Very good books. Good, because that's what I've given you. That's what you have in. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. I'll take it. Uh, because, yeah, it's a fantasy novel with, like, you've pointed out before, there's a lot of stuff and there's that anti-religion in there anti-establishment stuff in there but i really think the main characters are excellent two excellent characters and it's a nice contained trilogy mm. so. superb uh candy you have to give me a film i'm gonna give you castaway because what a better way to pass the time yeah and you, you might get a couple of ideas and hopefully you'll be stranded along with a football that you can maybe give Netball. a, a- yeah, netball. I do apologise that you could maybe name and make yourself a little friend, and uh, I do like when the time comes, but... craft craft yourself a uh, raft and hope for the I best. I hope you don't get a two for ulcer, like he does in yeah. Castaway when he has to knock it out with that fucking ice skate. Ugh. Yeah, but it would pass the time though if he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's something to do, isn't mm. it? Dentistry. <laughs> Just yeah. rip your teeth out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, music for Gadget. Uh, Gadget, you're getting the anthology of Bob Marley. <laughs> because if you're on a desert island, what do you want to listen to? If you're kicking back on the beach, you might as well have a good time. You might not have you might not have any alcohol. You might not have anything to smoke, but you've got Bob Marley. So why does he get to have a good time, and I have to watch a film about a man stuck on a beach? For inspiration. Inspiration. I mean, I, 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 mean, I mean, for what it's worth, I despise reggae. So yeah. Now's your time to come to love it because that's all you've got. My beach listening music is Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> Very relaxing. A game for Oodles. I'm so sorry, Oodles, but you're getting Fallout 76. Why? Because <laughs> somebody has to play it until they like it. Offline <laughs> Fallout 76. Offline, it won't work yes. then, will it? Ouch. Oh, it, yeah, it would. It would work, but barely. I, very, very I've just boring. got the title screen saying "unable to connect," haven't I? Forever. So what's different from? Yeah, that's true. Being able. To- <laughs> yeah, so you're walking around in the game shouting, "Hello, is anyone there?" Oh, just as you are on the island. That's the worst thing I've ever been recommended in my life. I'm so sorry. <laughs> really yeah, I'm so on, sorry about that. On the, on the wind, you can hear Todd Howard just giggling and saying, "It just works." It just works. <laughs> <laughs> and I bash my own skull in with chuffing yeah. coconut. <laughs> Although maybe you could use the uh, the thrown away disc trays to to craft a sort of a raft or something to float to Well, I'll tell you what, Oodles, you'd still have a better time than Candy who has to read a dictionary forever. I don't know. A dictionary's <laughs> fucking good. You'll, you'll, there's words that you... Wow, I didn't know that were a word. And then you come yeah, back... Who am I going to use w- them When on? you get off the island eventually, you'll be really good at countdown. You'll be the most learned person in the <laughs> world. <laughs> English. You'll, you'll, you'll be a scholar in English. 
Uh, I'd probably lose all, all ableness to speak, <laughs> which is ironic because I literally just did lose all ableness to speak. You need it. <laughs> what about a book for Biggie? Uh, you're getting Call of the Cthulhu. Ooh. Yeah, just to get the imagination going and just uh, just to really think about what could go wrong. Yeah, yeah. and the thing is... As if the, being stranded the, wasn't Carla enough. Carla Cthulhu's not very long either, so you're going to be reading it a lot of times. Until you go mad. Yeah, it's not long. Yep. Every, Until every, you descend into madness. Oh, you will. Every, which is pretty Every noise you hear on the wind. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, every time you look into the ocean, is that the, is that the great old one himself? <laughs> no, no, I'm so sorry. I've been so mean to everyone. I like it. It's fun, though. I like Castaway, but I don't know if it, I'd want to be watching it. Wilson! Uh, Biggie, finally, a film for oodles. I was torn between... Oh, no, please. One of my favourite movies, which is very underrated, is Out of Sight. You guys seen no. that? With yeah. George Clooney and Jennifer Lopez. But that helps if I've never seen it, though. At least the first but time, I'm going to really be like, good. brilliant. Here we go. And, and it's a very, very subtle humour. It's brilliant. Very, very cool Is George movie. Clooney absolutely gorgeous in it? He is, Perfect. and he's excellent in it as well. Perfect. But if it wasn't that, it'd be Kung Pao, Enter the Fist, which I thought would be... Uh... Have you ever seen that? No. It's, oh, I think it's I, like a naked gun version of martial art movies, and it's so bad, it's good. Oh no, I've gone. So there's that. Doodles. Yeah. Yes. I lost all <laughs> yes, you guys. Is. <laughs> is there a girl with three tits, or has she got one tit? I think it's it's one tit, isn't it? The one tit character. I think I, I yeah. think I've I seen yeah. the trailer rather than the film. He does have a fight with a cow, doesn't he? I didn't hear your response. You should you should you should watch that. Yeah. yeah. Using gophers as nunchucks. That's it. Yeah, yeah it's in a trailer, definitely. <laughs> what? It, it's so bad. I also it's seen. Good. I've seen. Is it Shaolin Soccer? That were a good one. Yeah, yeah, that's really that good. A good one. Mm. Uh, so some music for Candy. Uh, this is a tough one because I, I assume uh, she's a metal like the rest of you guys. Um, so I thought. Uh, what the else Beach Boys. To to? <laughs> so I've already put it in the um, discotheque. Uh, channel and it's the LTJ Bookham Mix Mag Live, which is a drum and bass of almost two hours of just perfect mixing. It's incredible. She fucking loves drum and bass. Look at her. I know I'm, exactly. I'm looking it up now. I actually do like a bit oh, of drum and bass. Check yeah. that out. It is awesome. Such a good mix. One of the most perfect mixes of music ever. Uh, for gadgets, it was a, I was torn between Football Manager. <laughs> I know. They keep you going. Honestly, it's a, if you want to get... It never ends, ends man. It never yep. ends, yeah. It's a never-ending game. Thought, you even have a family on it. I was just thinking he was trying to give me Killzone 2, but without the multiplayer, so I've decided to go for Bloodborne, the PS1 D-make version. It, I'd still play, I'd play the shit out of that. that. I would, actually. I don't think he would. He would. Janky, janky <laughs> Bloodborne, more, I'd be up for that. A lot more than Football Manager. <laughs> also, also, you realise if you gave me Football Manager, I would make it my life's work just to tank Liverpool as many times as possible. <laughs> I'd do that on their own. Just um, get them down to the Vauxhall Conference. After <laughs> <laughs> sell Anfield and play ask to borrow Everton's ground. Oh, oh. <laughs> imagine that! I'm just going to kick him off. <laughs> you have no authority here. <laughs> Damn you, Jackie Weaver! Right, what book are you giving me then? Uh, I, I like the Charlie Parker novels by John Connolly. Um, I might mention them on the before in the early days, but uh, yeah, really cool um, series of detective novels, but with a, a unique vibe. Really cool. It's not, fan- it not fantasy. 
No. No, but, well, there's a little bit of dark stuff in there. It's a detective novel, so there's semen everywhere. That's how they solve all the crimes. (laughs) There's no wizards of magic. I'm not interested. There's some. I use it for firewood. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, there's a little bit in there, which is why I think you'd like. Hence, why the Oxford English Dictionary would be good as well for firewood. Think about it. For fire, for fuel. For fuel, yeah. Yeah. And rolling some plants that you'd find. I don't know. Yep. Right, that's it. That's all of our questions from uh, this first time round. I hope everyone enjoyed uh, that, Uh, and. We will do another one of these. It won't be a monthly thing. It'll just be when we get a load of good questions in. So keep them coming. Send them to us on Discord, on Twitter, DM us, whatever. If you've just got a random stupid question, throw it in there. And we'll uh, once we've got enough questions to, th- to put together a podcast, we'll do another one of these. Uh, thank you for subscribing, being a patron, and look out for our next episode. Toodles. Toodles.